This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Good afternoon to you. Do you like how I jumped directly into the thing? No, no, like, here's this week on I Country Squire Radio. I was looking forward to some pre-show banter because I just, you know, you're sitting here making fun of my um, <laughs> my, my, my big uh, dumb grin. I did know? do that. I, I, it's, it's something I do. I, I don't know. You, you give me a lot of reasons to... Uh, to, to grin? To laugh and, and, <laughs> and to, frankly, um, you know, just be amazed every single week. And That's so, right. Right, Especially right as we're getting ready to go live, it's like, well, it, what what's Bo doing now? There, there. There it is. And there's my stupid grin. <laughs> Breaking everything. Man, how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. It's uh it's cold in Jackson. It is yeah, cold in Jackson. Kinda, you know, I guess the old uh, polar vortex is kind of <laughs> making its way down. Is that a thing? Is that, I, I was about to ask it. It sounded like a joke, but actually that I, is that I, it? I think it I think they called it that a couple of years ago. I don't know if it's if that's the case this year or not. Um but you know it was um, yeah, it's just funny. We've had so many people that have been huddling at the country squire mm. because it's too cold to smoke on their porch. And uh yeah. and, and so, you know, backyard, patio, porch. It's just uh, it's just a little too cold. So uh, we've been having some some of our customers that don't normally smoke at the shop. They've been kind of making their way up there, and um, and that's been fun. So uh, yeah, things are things are good, man. Just rocking and rolling along. Uh, what's uh, what, what's what's shaking with you? Yeah, man. So uh, you shoot, got, you got yeah, a, a few things happening. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess let's, <laughs> might as well just kind of kick things off, starting to, to say this. So um, over the last couple of weeks, uh, we have been contemplating a opportunity that my family has in uh in houston texas yeah this is something that i guess you you haven't you kind of help your you know for understandable reasons kind of kept your cards close to the vest on this deal but yeah um yeah man tell us uh tell us more okay so uh yeah and and you're right i mean like you know because you never know what's gonna what's gonna pan out and everything we'd been considering this as a as a potential move it's uh it's it's never easy to move but um we made the decision this last past at the uh the end of last week that uh, we were going to indeed uh, uproot the family here from Jackson and, and head over to Houston, Texas. Dude, big deal. Yeah, I'm going to become big. a Texan. You're going to be a Texan. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and and the thing about you know Texans is they'll it, it, the way you the way you just did that you'll 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 in. They'll well, hate me over there. No, they're no, they're going to hate me no, over there. But that's no, but part fine. of it. Part of it is that <laughs> part of it that they'll find endearing, actually. And, and then part of it, they'll think, well, you know, you should have done the pew pews better. You right. Know what I mean? Right. So, right. I, mean, I, I think it's it's good. You'll 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 grow in the in the Texanness. Your your boots will become, uh, you know, more firm. Your, your the brim of your hat will become bigger. And uh, of course, your ego will will uh, will expand. No. Right. So that's the thing. <laughs> At the risk of alienating one of the largest states that has one of our largest audiences. Yeah. No. Like, that's right. I always had in my head, if we were going to move, I did not want to live in Florida and I didn't want to live in Texas. And and my thought was because, <laughs> you know, people from Florida and Texas, you know, they are very proud of the fact yeah, that they're from tro- Florida and Texas. Oh, of course. And, yeah, we and, they being, sh- and they should be. We being here in Mississippi find ourselves on the opposite pride. Yeah, we're, we're with the, the landmass, right? And yeah. So, so I wouldn't know how to, like, exist <laughs> in, uh, in Texas. But anyway, let, let me, let, let's go ahead and, and put some people's mind at ease because yeah, I'm no, seeing that's the, right. so, so, the yeah. chat's reacting. I, exactly. You're moving to Texas, but. I'm moving to Texas, but Country Squire Radio and Podesteria as a whole, but that's Country right. Squire Radio will continue on. Ow! 
with me. Never fear. That's right. We're not, yeah, it won't just continue, but with with Bo. Yes, I'm not and, being replaced. And John David together. <laughs> That's right. Who would we replace you with? Uh, you know, I've, I have a short list, um, and I make sure that they that uh, accidents happen to that short list every day. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding, man. I, you t- you've been uh, out occasionally, uh, you know, peeing people's <laughs> cars and, you know, breaking their legs and stuff. No, I mean, that's that's great. We're, we're excited, obviously, um, you know, at Bo as one of my best friends. Um, oh, man. man, you know, over the past several years, but particularly past year, we've been through a lot of, uh, man, life events together and all that. So it's, it's hard to see you. Uh, move, you know, we we kind of talked about that some yesterday, and uh, you know, are in the process of, of grieving that. But also, I think, um, you know, just speaking frankly and seriously, I, I think this is a great move for uh, for you and your family, and and you and your wife's both of y'all's, uh, you know, your careers. And, um, and and man, frankly, I just I love Houston. I, I really do. Of course, you and know, you're from you're, Houston. If you're if you're a longtime listener, you know, I was born there and have a lot of family there and uh, visit there at least a couple times a year. And um, man, it's a it's a it's a, of course fourth largest city in the United States. It's uh, got a lot of character. It's kind of overlooked because it doesn't have the maybe the charm of like a San Antonio <laughs> or uh, you know something like that. But or New Orleans maybe. But but Houston has so much character and yeah. um, man, it's just a it, it's a it's a town of uh, people that you know it's um, it, it's one of those places where people don't ask who your daddy is. They ask you what you can do. And and I think I and I think yeah, you and your wife both good. are a good fit for that. It's 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 you know it's not the you know what lineage are you? Where'd you go to school? It's it's what can you do? That's that's really and, good. And uh, yeah. man, I I just really respect that about that town and think uh, I don't know, man. I think there's great days ahead for you, but but also great days ahead for uh, for Country Squire Radio. Yes, sir. So. Um, you know, obviously <laughs> with the move, that's that's gonna that's gonna be there. There's gonna be some changes that come along with that. We'll work those out as we kind of you know as we work them out essentially. But I will say, yeah, suffice to say, I will be still in town for. At least the next eight weeks, yeah. uh, barring yeah. some sort of whatever happening. So one sure. way or the other, the show will, will continue on uh, in its in its current format, its current state, and everything um, uh, for for a good number of weeks. But again, uh, even though I will no longer be here in Jackson, Mississippi, you I, in fact earlier today I posted that out and everything. I want Country Square Radio listeners to know uh, that does not mean CSR is going away. Uh, it just means that we'll be, or even changing dramatically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it just means that we'll be, uh, we'll be cross state. Yeah, uh, it'll be it, uh, crossing, crossing the airwaves from Houston, Texas, through Louisiana, and all the way to Jackson, Mississippi. Country Squire. No, we're not going to do that. Though. No, yeah. I, I, I hope not. I think yeah. we just lost most of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, man. Speaking of future episodes and everything, um, man, we have got a new series to announce. Well, uh, a, a, a new, a kind of like a sub series, I suppose, to yeah, announce sure. as part of uh, Country Squire Radio. So, um, as you know, as longtime listeners know, we've got an ongoing se- uh, series that dates back to the very first year of Country Squire Radio called Pipe Culture. And this is a series where we take aspects of the pipe community or, or just kind of the shared experiences or, you know, uh, just kind of almost like a sociological study of uh, pipe smokers and, and the community in which we, we inhabit. I, I think it's one of our favorites and also one of the most unique things that we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So pipe culture is a lot of fun and we, we've approached this from a lot of different ways. Well, uh, the last we, we closed out our archetypes uh, series within pipe culture and now we're moving to a new series that we're calling places places yes so pipe culture places um 
And, you know, off, the idea is like, where do you smoke a pipe? What, what is kind of the place that you smoke a pipe, be it the actual place you smoke your pipe or the ideal place to smoke a pipe? Maybe maybe something uh, fictitious that you could never like, you know, on top of a mountain with an eagle flying over. You it know, could like, be like a mental state. Maybe it could be a mental state. But the point is that we want to leave it broad because we want you, the listener, to help define what are these places that we enjoy our pipes? What what kind of comes to mind there? What is part of the the lore as well as the reality of enjoying your pipe in a in a space, in a place? Um, so we'd love to get those in. In the next couple of weeks, we'll be uh, addressing that one, doing and, and reading a lot of your emails and your thoughts yep. and uh, and reminding you uh, on the episodes coming up to that. So uh, just yep. put pipe culture or uh, places in the, the email title and email those in to show at countrysquireradio.com. Cannot wait to get your thoughts and yeah. feedback on that. Yeah. Uh, man, quick quick uh, announcement as far as the shop goes. We yeah. are, of course, every year we do a uh, Super Bowl party at the shop. Oh, gosh. And, uh, and you know, we, we have a... Uh, a lot of fun with that. The Country Squire, if you're local or have been to our shop before, you're probably aware we're not open on Sunday. That's just a, um, you know, something we we do. Uh, you know, we're we're not open on Sunday, but every year for the Super Bowl, we uh, you know have that evening night where folks gather up there. We'll open the shop for several hours and and hang out that evening is kind of a special occasion thing. And um, you know, so this year as we record, sitting here today, we are um, you know in the midst of a uh, a very contentious time for <laughs> NFL fans uh, because uh, the folks that wear the uh, the zebra striped uh, uniforms on the uh, on the playing field. Uh, but you know, Bo, th- those are the referees I'm referencing. Bo, oh, okay. Uh, you know, right, for yeah, someone yeah. that uh, you know watches mostly squash and cricket, um, you, you know, the, I eat squash. The, the, these are the these are the guys that uh, you know have kind of kind of soured the um, you know the note on uh, the 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 <laughs> NFL playoffs this year, right? And so uh, we're entertaining some uh, alternatives for our Super Bowl party this year. So we may not do a, a Super Bowl watching. Um, we, you know, we, we we have some alternatives for can, that. Can I ask though? Because I want to hear about all these alternatives. But, yeah, but you so so this is my understanding going into the the Saints were supposed to go to the Super Bowl and then they weren't because of the referees that that is that that is a that is is that high, it's highly simplistic but accurate many people feel that and okay. many people believe that all right, now, all right obviously there's missed calls on both sides but and and even in the other the other game too we had the Patriots and the and the Chiefs playing and so just a lot of referee shenanigans going on okay so, all, right, all right so we're entertaining uh, options and alternatives to our Super Bowl party since the refs have have kind of spoiled things uh, <laughs> hey, here are some options we'd love your feedback and Let's votes hear it, uh, knitting with John David <laughs> uh, Anger management support group, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, cigar and whiskey pairing, uh, oh, pairing per- potentially uh, Tampa sweets, which you can buy at your favorite drugstore, uh, and Ev- Evan Williams Green Label, which is whiskey that you should just uh, pour on your your car just to clean right the battery acid off. Uh, puppy bowl, that's always a good one. Oh yeah, no, the puppy bowl is puppy fun. bowl. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's legit. That's a Conan O'Brien thing, right? Um, no, no, it's a it's a real thing. Oh, you it's a on, thing. You thing. Can go on Animal Planet and and puppy bowl. They actually uh, during the Super Bowl they, oh. they they take puppies from shelters and actually. Uh, they play with each other on a on a little football field. That's and incredible. People I thought can it was adopt a it. Thing. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. No, right, it's, right. it's great. No, you're probably thinking of Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. No. Yeah. Which is another thing <laughs> that that I endorse wholeheartedly. <laughs> I think I'm thinking um, of Puppy Conan, which is something. It totally might be different. it. Uh, also, uh, make your own revenge. Uh, make your own voodoo doll class, uh, which which could be fun. Interesting. And that way, you kind of take out your your wrath on uh, on maybe some referees, and then uh, and then of course, uh, finally, <laughs> revenge tobacco. Blend 
funding class. And so maybe we uh, figure out how to channel anger and uh, anxiety and all those kind of things into the art of tobacco blending to create your own bitter uh, backstabbing, infighting <laughs> blend filled with uh, with disdain, uh, and so uh, and and any other ideas will be considered as well. So if you uh, if you have any ideas uh, or, or like any of those uh, alternatives to our Super Bowl party, let us uh, let us know. Man, okay, that sounds uh, <laughs> that sounds incredible. So so the the teams going to the the play or t- rather to the uh, Super Bowl are the yeah, Patriots. It's, it's the Patriots and the Rams and the Rams. And the Rams. Okay, that's, that's correct. I I need extra credit points for knowing. Yeah, that. well, uh, for having Google. Yeah. Well, I no, I did not. This is this is not. No, I I I remember seeing something oh, about Saints fans suddenly becoming Rams fans, and then since they lost to the Patriots, I figured that was probably. Yeah, no, I think I, think I did the math it. on that. Oh, good. That's great. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. Are, so are you are you not, you're just not t- cheering for anybody? No, I, I matter of fact, you know, being in Mississippi, we're kind of a we're kind of a proxy Saints state. I, you know, I would always our, consider us a Saints. Yeah, state. I mean, I, I think as far as you know, football teams go, we have some Atlanta Falcons people and some Dallas yeah, Cowboys okay. people, but eh, but eh. we're kind of by eh. geography we're kind of a Saints state and so I'm thinking about doing a, uh, a New Orleans Saints themed uh, Super Bowl party even though uh, the New Orleans Saints in, aren't in the Super Bowl interesting so, yeah we'll, we'll figure that dude, out dude that's actually really know. that's a fun idea it could be fun that could be really good yeah, it, could, it could be fun just do a Mardi Gras style you have a king cake and everything yeah, yeah that'd be good no, that's good uh, you know Houston is close enough to uh, New Orleans that I kind of feel like I could probably still get away with being a Saints fan Without having to be a Cowboys fan, but well, of course, I, I Houston know. is Texans country. Exactly, uh, that they, they are their own. Uh, you know, they have their own uh, pro professional football team, not the Oilers anymore. Oh, see, this is good. But, I'm glad uh, you're teaching me. Yeah, these see, things. see, you're, you're learning about. They're gonna run uh, me out. You're man. learning about professional football <laughs> and, and sports on air as we're talking. And this so, is good. This uh, is good. There, there are Houstonians right now that are that are just saddened that you didn't know they had their own NFL team. But, and, but you'll learn all these things. Listeners and, in Houston, um, y'all go ahead and just email me all the tips, no, that, everything I need to Bo, know. Bo, that's that's what we need, yeah. right? We need our our Houston friends to uh, send Bo basically a list of how to how to break yourself into Houston. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. actually great. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's good. This will be good. Uh, all right, man. So uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Sounds good. You know, I, I got to mention this before uh, before we get a little bit too much deeper here. Uh, so this past Sunday, I was, you know, it, with with <laughs> with the kind of, you know, prepping to sell the house and everything. I'm like, you know, the, these next couple weeks going to be crazy. And I was like, all right, we've got to get these last archival episodes for the Country Square Radio patrons up and running because we got a good a good chunk of them before the end of the year. I made good on my promise to have the feed built and loaded at the beginning by the end of the year, but now we got to finish uploading every everything else. And so around 10:30ish I suppose it was on Sunday, Sunday morning. I was like, okay, this is my chunk of time that I can like just run all the way till the, you know, end of that first year and getting all that content out. And right before I started uploading it, I looked at the time and I realized I'm about to make a lot of Country Squire radio uh, listeners' phones go crazy while they're in church. <laughs> so I went on the Facebook group, the uh, the, the Squire Lounge. Like, and, did, did you say something like mute your cell phones? Well, I just let, let y'all know, like, hey, this is about to happen. And I was like, look, your phone's going to go crazy. And so I tell your pastor, I'm sorry, but if you notice your pastor's phone starting to go crazy, he knows what's up. Oh, that's good. And go have a bowl yeah, with them after and the, church. And then you know, yeah. Exactly. Then y'all, y'all can kind of tell on each other. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, it's funny. I had this uh, moment in my mind where, you know, you're extending your hands across across the communion rail about to uh, to get that uh, you know un- 
unleavened bread in your hand, <laughs> and, and as soon as the pastor or priest puts it there, uh, you hear this uh, ding, 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 yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, and so anyway, there there is that. Of course, we probably had a lot of friends, too, that were uh, woken up from their uh, Sunday morning slumber. You know, I thought about that, too. Uh, you know, and, and think a lot of folks, you know, Sundays, that's their sleep-in day. And so, <laughs> uh, man, it, you know, it, we, we apologize if you are a, uh, a, you know, a lounge member, a uh, Country Square Radio uh, Pipe Club member. You have access to those uh, episodes that are being uploaded, yes. but uh, they're having to come in chunks. And unfortunately, you get an email every single time uh, that happens. But we're, we're hoping that the end of that is on the uh, the horizon. And, you know, I, I think I'll, I'll just make mention of this as well, because, you know, one of the reasons why things kind of fell out the way they did and, and why it's taken so long is because, of course, our site got hacked and we were able to recover the audio, thank God. Uh, for those first 100 episodes, but we weren't able to recover a lot of the metadata. And so a lot of the episodes that you get in, the titles are a little different than what they may have been when they first launched. And the description for the episodes, I've tried to take the opportunity to like share some behind the scenes stuff that would have never been in the actual metadata for the show. Yeah, that's good. You know, like, like, oh, I remember this. This is when we had this, you know, this idea came up. And, oh, John David hated this one. It's a lot of John David hated this oh, one. Oh, so you can <laughs> go back. I, I see what you're doing. So you're actually going back and giving context for exactly. kind of what's happening other than just the uh, show notes or whatever. So yeah. it's, it's kind of uh, it's. Good. It's kind of a, a good one. And um, yeah, so and I also noticed, and this was kind of fun as I was uploading, that the episode Breaking Burly was actually the start of what what was a wonderful, we had a wonderful uh, about 30-minute show, like a nice tight 30-minute show. Yeah, yeah. Until Breaking Burly came along. And then after that, we were like 45 minutes, 50 minutes. Is that the one that broke hour. the half hour? That broke that, the half that hour. That kind of broke the half hour. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then we're go like, back and right. listen to that one. That's good. Yeah, kind of interesting. But anyway, so uh, all that, of course, is available to anybody that's a patron, whether you're a club member or a patron. And man, we've got some new club members yeah. joining the International Pipe Club. Man, we've got Robin Vick, Joff, Corey, <laughs> And Mario Davila, who's actually uh, all right. So let me let me let me let me start back up. Let me start back up. Did I did I mispronounce any of those? You you, you mispronounced Jeff. No, that, it's Joff. I, that, I, that is that is Jeff. I see it. It's Joff. Uh, <laughs> no man. So joining us at the Squire level, we've got Robin Vick. So Robin, thank you so much. Absolutely. To us, you will always be a Batman. Uh, also at the Pilgrim <laughs> level, we do have Joff, who's joining us. Joff Corey, who uh, uh, John David mispronounces Jeff, but I can read. I see the G, and it is Joff. You, you see the the E O. And right. uh, so thank you for joining us at the uh, at the Pilgrim level. And then we also have a new patron as well. So shout out to uh, Mario Davila, who uh, who joined us at the patron level. Absolutely. Uh, all of y'all have access to that that archive at CountrySquireRadio.com. Uh, if you click on uh, join the club, that's the way to get access to it. Uh, can't wait to have many of you helping support this show and thank you so much to those of you who are doing so uh, we could not do this show without you with all the ups and downs of last year and all the ups and downs that we can look forward to <laughs> in this year man like we could not do it without your support so no thank doubt. you so much man i don't know about you but i'm i'm ready to get metal today I, man i know i feel it is it is metal it's kind of makes you yeah i feel like you know our, our dear friend charlie uh you know is preparing for this episode it's like man i need to bust out some of the uh swedish death metal right or, or, or something that he listens to uh yeah yeah it's good of course uh with this week we are diving into the topic of metal pipes now this is something it's, it's one of the most um I think I think it's safe to say it's one of the more eye-catching pipes out there, or pipe styles out there. Yeah, you know, you've got. No, I, I think that's well 
uh, yeah, I think that's founded. You've got the the beauty of you know olive, the you know the boldness of Morda. You've got traditional briar and the various kind of uh, styles that are out there. You've got clay and its simplicity, and then you've got metal, which you know for it's the kind of metal. It, <laughs> it, it's it's hardcore all the way, man. So let's talk about metal pipes. Today. Yeah, you know, you mentioned we we've talked about basically all the media uh, that pipes are made of, right? Briar, mm. the gold standard. We've had our, our mentions of uh, clay, meerschaum, uh, olive, more. And of course, uh, one of our house favorites, the the corn cob. You know, there's just all types of uh, ones that are out there. But we've never really explicitly talked about metal pipes. And uh, of course, we did an episode a few weeks ago, right, based on Kirsten pipes and kind of unpacked the history of uh, of that particular pipe, that brand, uh, its origins, and you know, genesis and 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 evolution. Um, and, and and you know, so we got to thinking. Of course, we have a lot of smokers uh, and and listeners of Country Squire Radio that that like metal pipes that smoke. Kirstens and, and Falcons and things of that nature, but um, the, you know we just realized there's such a larger world. It, it, the the media in itself kind of merits its own episode. It's kind of uh, in, incredible, really, that we haven't talked about it before, uh, particularly just with all the variety that's out there in uh, in metal pipes and also just uh, you know greater pipe media now. I mean, obviously, like we mentioned, we think of briar, meerschaum, uh, old fashioned clay, but the advent and popularity of things like olive and morta, um, you know, and and certainly, if we're going to talk about that, we have to talk about metal pipes, which, uh, which you know, are not for everybody, but they certainly have their place. Mm-hmm. So, um, the use of metal, as we mentioned in uh, our episode on Kirsten pipes a few few weeks ago, was that a couple months? I don't, know. I can't remember. That, that um, it, it all runs together. <laughs> it all runs together. At this point, I'm completely lost as a, as That's a right. drunk goose. But um, yeah, so the you know the advent of metal became prominent in American. Uh, you know, pipe making in the 1930s. Um, you know, this was uh, it, this was an interesting time, right? Think about the 1930s. It's uh, kind of the the nation coming out of the Great Depression, gearing mm-hmm. up for uh, for an eventual uh, war. And you know, you've got this industrial giant kind of finding its its footing in the late Depression, getting off the um, you know off the ground. Um, you know, think about the design in the era 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 too. Uh, Art Deco uh, was kind of the you know the king at, during that period, uh, you know, this is a style that's very comfortable with things like uh, concrete, metal, uh, glass, very, um, you know, very uh, what I think of some architects would call honest construction where, uh, you know, you don't see a veneer, you see the actual uh, pieces of the structure itself without uh, any kind of uh, unneeded embellishments and things of that nature. And, uh, you know, I think that kind of goes and plays into some of the metal pipes, right? The mm. functionality of it is very honest, uh, which I think is uh, is is very interesting. Um, you know, it, it, so all all opportunities were on deck. People were, you know, throwing anything at the uh, at the dartboard to try to fix uh, longstanding problems, right? And during this, you know, period, and so all options were open to solving problems coming out of the the old world. And pipes historically uh, kind of had this. We've always battled the same things, right? Tongue bite, moisture, um, you know, the the durability of the pipe, a pipe, you know, smoking hot both on your mouth but also on your hand, things of this nature. Um, you know, and so I, I think the ingenuity of the scientific com- community kind of came out and, you know, we're like, well, we're a bunch of pipe smokers. I mean, we, um, you know, we've got some some things we can do to alleviate these things. And, mm. you know, we don't have to use briar for that. We don't have to use a, maybe an ebonite stem or something of that nature. We can, uh, we can, we can mix it up. And so that's what they did. 
Um, metal, you know, made sense for a few reasons, right? Um, it conducts heat incredibly well. Um, you know, particular types of metal. We're talking a lot of times about aluminum here. It's relatively easy to clean. So you think about briar absorbing, uh, you know, moisture and, uh, you know, tar and fluid and, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, metal, you know, you can you can swab it off real easily. It's kind of easy to clean. Um, and, of course, the durability of it. You know, you've got a, a metal pipe uh, that you're heating up and letting cool down. It's uh, just going to have a different... Uh, you know, longevity, you know, and, and abuse tolerance that, that Briar may not have. So, you know, when we spoke of Dr. Kirsten in Seattle, he was looking for scientific ways to solve some of these pipe issues, right? And so the, the wind tunnel model for the Kirsten flame, you've got the uh, the metal kind of radiator tube where the, the um, you know, the smoke enters into the tube and swirls around this uh, rod mechanism and then enters the stem. And so it kind of gives it the, the opportunity to cool down a little bit before... Yeah. Uh, you know, it gets to your mouth. Um, I never knew that was what that was for. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, crazy. That's, that's yeah. right. Yeah, um, you know, around the same time, Falcon, of course, was launched. Uh, probably the most, uh, you know, well known of all the metal pipe brands, Falcon, uh, which which really needs its own episode. At some point down the road, we'll do an episode just on Falcon pipes. They're hmm. Uh, you know they're they're prolific. They're uh, everywhere. You find them anywhere from the garage sale to uh, your favorite online retailer. They're they're still around. Um, you know, very inexpensive and and uh, and interesting pipes. Um, and and also you know during this time we had uh, metal pipes come from uh, so many brands that both exist and don't exist anymore. I mean, there's hundreds of them. Uh, K Woody made several uh, metal pipes. Uh, Eastern Scientific. Uh, you know there was uh, all these random. I mean you can just go Google. This. There are just tons and tons of manufacturers that don't even make the, these things anymore. Um, so they, they had a lot of things in common, right, metal pipes. You know, some type of reservoir in them was very common, some area to collect moisture within the pipe uh, to trap that moisture, you know, and, and thus cooling the smoke down before it reaches your tongue. Very common in metal pipes. Another common thing was a removable or interchangeable bowl. And so the metal pipe uh, typically featured some type of metal, uh, you know, shank and carriage, um, but then it was a bowl that was interchangeable. And so this had a few uh, benefits, you know. You could uh, carry one pipe with you, but several bowls, which are much smaller, and so you could smoke your pipe back to back to back. You might even season one bowl for a certain type of tobacco and another for another. Um, And then you could, but you still have the comfort of smoking your favorite shaped pipe um, in both situations. And so, um, you know, the interchangeable bowls were really popular during that time. That's fascinating. I wouldn't have thought, and the, the bowls themselves also made of metal. Like the interior uh, made of no, metal? No, no. Most of the bowls, again, are made of uh, of wood, okay. uh, you know, right, right. a briar or a meerschaum or, or, or some other material. But, okay. Um, yeah, but the body of the pipe, uh, for the most part, is, is metal. Interesting. Yeah. All right, all right. Because yeah. I, I just wouldn't think about... It, to seem, it would seem to me that like metal in and of itself would not retain too much of the flavor that, long term. That's right. I think that's what the the beauty of it. So you can swap out the the bowl of the pipe, you know, for you know flavor or uh, burn characteristics or mm. the size or whatever. But the interior functions of the pipe, you know, all the other stuff. Once you clean it, it's kind of devoid of any uh, you know residual flavors, ghosting any of that stuff. So that is is part of the beauty of it. Um, and then also these these pipes feature uh, complex air passages to give the smoke more time to cool before it reaches the mouth. And so you know we. We almost think about like the calabash effect, right? So a, a pipe that has, uh, you know, a big void in it in order to let the smoke uh, swirl around and, and cool before it reaches your uh, tongue. Mm. And, and, you know, so some of these pipes, um, you know, um, 
employed things of that nature. Um, you know, as time went on, the pipe smokers started introducing new wrinkles into the mix. Um, you know, the the Falcon pipes in particular, the uh, ceramic lining in the bottom of the, the bowl carriage there to collect moisture. So imagine, you know, before you screw your bowl into your Falcon pipe, you put this little uh, this little ceramic ring down uh, below the little screw. And so it uh, it's very, uh, very interesting. It's just not something you might think of off the bat when you are thinking about designing your own pipe but this uh you know ceramic uh little plate uh you know collects a lot of the moisture and and therefore makes the smoke cooler in theory um you know radiator like threads kind of uh you know extra metal extra places to to put pockets of uh, air within the pipe in order to radiate more heat away from the uh, the smoker's mouth. Um, airflow valve uh, to control the draw of the pipe. We see that on the Kirsten pipes, where uh, you know as you're as you're puffing the pipe, you can actually monkey with the the little valve on the end to make uh, make the draw more open or more huh. narrow, which is. Uh, you know, really interesting, um, you know, design uh, element there. Uh, longer stems, we see church warden style metal pipes, which are, are cool. And even, you know, you're making a statement when you smoke a metal pipe, but if you're smoking a church warden metal pipe, holy smoke. Have you seen one in the wild, though? Like, like, have you seen one in the wild? I, I have not. Just online, actually. Yeah. yeah I've, never, I've never had one walk in the shop. Yeah, n- never have. Because that's the thing with a lot of the metal pipes. Like, you, there's a few styles that you do see, especially like the... You kind of the umpal yeah, metal, sure. But like, I've never seen a massive, like, <laughs> yeah, just warden. like a Gandalf style. Like if Gandalf were metal, yeah, like yeah. punk metal ga- Gandalf, <laughs> or I guess more like a steampunk uh, Gandalf. Yeah, that's right. That, actually, that's right. That sounds pretty cool. Um, and and then of course you know we had folks uh, you know the companies also started introducing not just briar bowls for the pipes but also uh, meerschaum bowls or corncob bowls uh, which which is kind of fascinating so you can smoke uh, you know if you like the flavor of the cob you can smoke that off of your uh, off of your metal pipe one of my favorite uh, metal pipes that I've seen over the years uh, that have walked in our our shop um, it's a pop not it, it's a pipe not produced anymore but um, I, I was introduced to these by my friend Ricky Keys he's a local cool uh, guy. He's got his uh, a, a normal job, a real job, but he's by uh, a hobby, a picker. And, uh, you know, Ricky just loves going to these interesting places and finding fun uh, trinkets. And, and through this, he's gotten, he's a pipe smoker anyway, but he's gotten into pipe, pipe collecting these random, uh, you know, strange pipes that are hard to find nowadays that he'll pick up in, uh, you know, garage sales or flea markets or, or uh, you know, people's basements or whatever. And um, th- this particular pipe is called the Arista Cob. Uh, the, uh, instead of aristocrat yeah, or yeah. corn cob, you have the aristocob. And um I like that. So Ricky introduced me to this. It's a metal pipe uh, with an interchangeable corn cob bowl insert. <laughs> so what what's cool about this is the the pipe, when you look at the pipe, and you'll have to you'll have to look I'm, for I'm Googling photos this, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah you should. Uh, the pipe when, when you look at the pipe, it looks like an all metal pipe. But what happens is you unscrew the top of the 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 bowl area wow. and you insert you insert the little cob a, a little cob uh, liner into this metal bowl and then screw the top of the bowl back on and and so if you're looking you're smoking through a corn cob bowl but if you aren't smoking the pipe if you're just looking at someone smoking this pipe it looks like a solid metal pipe and so you have the arista cob it's like well how do i smoke a cob but not uh look like i'm smoking a cob and so um, it's just kind of interesting right it's like you, you can't you know someone if you're on the outside you can't see the corn cob pipe but the smoker gets the benefits of the cob uh, inserted into this metal 
kind of lining thing. It's just very interesting. There's so much to unpack there. Like I, there's that, a lot that could be its own <laughs> psychological episode. It really yeah, can. Absolutely. What is what does your pipe <laughs> say about you? Well, if it's an Aristocom, you got you got some secrets. Yeah, no, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that's fantastic. That's really that's bizarre. Yeah, Although it came in a really attractive case and all that kind of stuff. Admittedly, though, just kind of looking at the stem of it, you know, you talk about the work that goes into a lot of these pipes or the the interior to ensure that it cools down. Is that also the case with this one as well? It looks a little bit more simplistic. Yeah, I, I, I think it is, though. Yeah, once you get in there, because the internal uh, parts of the pipe are all metal, and so sure. the idea there is to radiate more heat and that kind of thing, to uh, make it easier to clean, to prevent from ghosting and all these other uh, the, these other things. So Interesting. Um, all right, so, i gotta, I got to try that. Yeah, so you have these prolific things. You can find them occasionally on eBay. They're becoming more and more uh, hard to find. But, um, you know, there are some issues with metal pipes, as fun as they, they are and, and were, um, you know, there there are some inherent issues with metal pipes, uh, you know, that make them, um, you know, not desirable for everybody. The stem materials on these pipes tend to be uh, kind of flimsy. You know, the, the historic pipe makers that make this stuff, mm. uh, you know, you're not going to go uh, find a, you know, a particularly uh, high quality stem, maybe on a Falcon uh, pipe or, or some of these older uh, metal pipes, you know, they just didn't really focus on some of those uh, the areas. Uh, the moisture collection uh, tricks, you know, on several of these pipes, uh, I think turned out, it's probably fair to say on some brands, turned out to be kind of gimmicky. You know, you think about uh, collecting some of that moisture, and it's almost like maybe they were just trying too hard to uh, to do something as going kind for of a, more style and kind substance. of a gimmick. Yeah, I, yeah. you know, I, you just wonder, like, oh, let's we're going to do this wacky thing, and you're like, well, does that really help? You know, uh, they they can be a little harder to clean than you might think and so one of the the in in theory the beauty of a metal pipe is you can clean it right well you know you got to think though with all these little moving parts and uh widgets and it's it's like having an import car right and you know you you have Mm -hmm. a you have a chevy truck and it's simple you break it it you you break it you can fix it kind of easily well you know with the with the bmw or mercedes you know you've got these uh, more gadgets and widgets right and so it's more that can go wrong more that uh has to be cleaned each time and so uh, you know there, there is an issue with that estate pipes in metal pipes are particularly uh, hard to deal with because estate pipes you know you uh, think about okay I've got this metal pipe it's got all these uh, you know little o-rings in them and uh, valves and gaskets and screws and everything else and um, you know ramrod pins and everything and 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 you know if that's been used and then it's sat up for a really long time without having been cleaned or maintained uh, a lot of times these pipes you can't even take them apart you know they're they're uh, they become fused together they, they even rust I mean it, there's a lot um, that 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 goes on there you can't find the o-rings to replace so the when the parts fail it's hard to find replacement parts and um, and frankly, you know, over the history of, of the metal pipe, there were so many manufacturers that existed and now no longer exist. And so you, it's not like you can call up, you know, Peterson and say, hey, I, I broke this particular pipe and this stem and they, they send you one. Um, you know, with uh, w- with a lot of these pipes, you, the, the, there's no one to call. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, it doesn't exist anymore. So does any of this really make a difference, you know, with people uh, smoking metal pipes? Well, you know, your mileage may vary. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, some people may really tell a, a difference in a cooler smoke with a metal uh, pipe or maybe some of these tricks with the ceramic discs and the uh, radiator body makes a difference for some people. And, and for some people, you know, maybe they maybe they can't tell a difference. Maybe if you're a, a pipe smoker that likes certain tobaccos that already smoke kind of cool, 
um, you don't really notice much of a difference. So um, again, your mileage may vary. It's just um, just one of those things. But um, today's metal pipe smoking world, uh, of course, we have the you know the gold standards of companies like uh, Kirsten and Falcon that still exist and are very popular. Um, there's also modern brands like the Radiator pipes. These are fantastic designs. We love those guys. They make uh, beautiful handmade interchangeable bowls on these pipes. Very high quality stem uh, material, uh, unlike the ones I mentioned earlier. Uh, I mean, these are these are artisan pipes, but they really are. They're true artisan pipes, but but have the you know the marriage of the concept with the radiator bowl and then also the the screw in uh, the, the radiator body and the screw in bowl you know metal shank uh it pipes uh, similar to maybe your rhino pipe that you that yeah, you like man. and smoke often and then uh, also high-end uh pipes like the suge tankard and the suge blowfish where you kind of got this hybrid uh metal and briar kind of working together um I yeah, there's like just a bunch of interesting yeah. things yeah so, um, anyway, a cool, cool website that you may not be aware of, but I, I would highly encourage you to check out if you just want to learn more about uh, metal pipes and just see the incredible amount of uh, material that has, you know, come from them over the years. If you'll go to smokingmetal.co.uk, <laughs> Smoking Metal, uh, man, they, they advertise themselves, it says metal tobacco pipes and other replacement bowl tobacco pipes um you know it's it's a website devoted to this there's some great history there some awesome photos you can kind of see uh, we're talking about the aristocob and other uh, you know other uh, other interesting radiator type pipes they just have a wealth of information it looks like the guys doing that uh do a great job of curating some of this so uh so go check them out but um yeah if you smoke a metal pipe we'd, we'd love to love to know your thoughts on it and uh, give us some feedback I, I do think it's really cool, man, especially all the various parts and everything. Yeah, you imagine kind of rolling up someplace, nobody knows you're a pipe smoker, you bust out like a toolkit, and then all of a sudden you got all these components, <laughs> you screw it all together, and suddenly you got a pipe right in front of you. You're like, well, we knew you were weird, but <laughs> no, that's it, man. I, mean, I, I think there's, I think obviously there's a place for it, certainly in the pipe smoking world. And, um, you know, folks today, they might see a metal pipe and think that's for uh that uh, left-handed tobacco or something, but there's a lot of there's a lot of real uh, real genuine tobacco smoke you know premium tobacco smokers that enjoy their metal pipes and obviously brands like Falcon and Kirsten and, and some others have a, a very storied history and uh, and we love them. Well, the great thing about a metal pipe, I suppose, is uh, you know it can it can take a beating, but at the same time, you know, it's it's nice to have a uh, a pipe that uh, you know maybe maybe wasn't a, a robot or maybe isn't a, a yeah, robot well, in know, disguise. As as the metal pipe looks very uh, aggressive, futuristic, uh, you know, sometimes you want something that's a little more a little classic, uh, si- simplistic, yeah. more classic, uh, may- maybe more agrarian. Take takes you uh, down back on the the riverboat to uh, yeah. puff away on no, a good right. quality corn cob pipe. Of course, we're talking about the great quality corn cob pipes available at our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. That's right. Of course, we love the pipes at Missouri Meerschaum and uh, love talking about them every single week. Um, you know, so many great uh, you know, designs that they have for that. Uh, the the insert bowls that we talked about in those Aristocob pipes, they were actually manufactured for a time at the Missouri Meerschaum factory. How about that? Uh, which is really cool. And they I mean, still, it makes sense. Where uh, are you going to find anybody it, that has that level of expertise? In, in, in a media like yeah. corn cob, right? And so uh, you can uh, have a pipe that's uh, similarly sized today if you'll get the um, the shortstop pipe or the Missouri Meerschaum Mini. Interesting. Uh, those are great uh, small bowls uh, that are just really fantastic for tasting pipes, uh, pocket pipes. Uh, it's one of those things that, you know, for around $5, you can get into an awesome 
uh, corncob pipe that you can tote with you. It'll fit right in your jacket pocket uh, with your favorite small pouch of tobacco. And uh, just really easy to uh, to clean, to smoke, to conceal. It's just a just an awesome pipe to tote around. So uh, check out those Missouri Meerschaum short stops and uh, and mini pipes. I think you'll be really happy with the quality. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Pipe question of the week. All right, man. We got a great pipe question of the week this week coming in from Brian Reynolds. No relation. Uh, I recently went. <laughs> I, I say that. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. He, he may. It's it's Burt Reynolds' cousin. No, that's right. Why not? Uh, he says, I recently watched the Spaghetti Western Classic for a few dollars more. Uh, oh, the, the classic is called For a Few Dollars More. The two main characters, as well as the villain, each smoked their own signature cigar or pipe. At one point in the movie, the character that smoked a pipe, uh, Colonel Mortim- Mortimer, needed to light his pipe, and the one of the bad guy's goons blew out his last match. <laughs> oh, man. That's how you know he was bad. Yeah. So another guy handed uh, Mortimer a cigar, most likely a Toscano or Toscano. Toscano, right. And he lit his pipe using the lit end of the cigar. So the question is, <laughs> is this actually even possible? And as kind of a backup, what lighting alternatives are there besides using matches or a regular pipe lighter? Yeah. Man, a great great question. You know, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, is the can you light your pipe with a cigar? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Movie magic. It's, it's not something I'm going to try, you know, to be honest with you. The, the in- introduction of cigar ash uh, into the top of your pipe tobacco, um, that's just not something I'm really interested in, you know. <laughs> um, and I, and it, Go ahead. Well, I do remember in um, Holiday Inn when Fred Astaire was doing his 4th of July number. He had to kind of improvise really quickly. Yeah. Uh, he was like, what am I going to do? He looks all around. Of course, he's a tap dancer and he's got all these firecrackers around him. And so he lights up a cigarette <laughs> and he's tap dancing on stage, but using a cigarette to light the firecrackers. To light the firecrackers. As right. he's throwing them right. around and everything, um, which always bugged me because like, obviously some of them, there's no way he could have controlled when they were blowing up. Like some of them, I could believe that he was lighting this up, but just it's like it, it, the movie magic broke for it, me. It was, it was kind of ridiculous. I, I have a feeling the cigar lighting a pipe would be a breakable moment for yeah. me because I cannot understand the physics that and, I wish that would work. And you know, as far as cigars and pipes go, we have talked about, and I've seen it pretty regularly at our shop, you know, that people will smoke the end of their cigars in the pipe, right? You get, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. your cigar down to the very end, you poke the uh, kind of the very small amount of cigar left in your pipe, and then you smoke it that way. But I, I cannot imagine smoking, uh, you know, trying to light a bowl, a uh, pipe bowl uh, with, a, with a cigar. Um, yeah, who knows? Uh, what lighting alternatives are there to a uh, pipe besides a match or a regular pipe lighter? Um, you know, to be honest, not not many. Uh, you know, we've, we've seen people, um, you know, do torch lighters and things like that. I highly don't recommend that. The only thing I have seen occasionally um, that some people prefer, I've never really uh, tasted much there, but some people like to light their pipe with cedar. And so you'll take, um, 
you know, a piece of cedar and you'll you'll light the end of it uh, and then you'll light your pipe tobacco with it. Um, you know, that, that kind of comes from the cigar world. You have cigar smokers that will light uh, their cigar with cedar. It kind of imparts the flavor of that uh, into the cigar. It smells good and um, and all that. You know, for me, I, I, I just I prefer the match. But if you want to try, you know, a stick of cedar, uh, maybe that you'll get at your, uh, you know, out of a cigar box or, you know, if you go to any cigar shop, I'm sure they'll be able to, uh, you know, be glad to hand you a couple pieces of cedar that they pull out of those things. Uh, you know, give it a shot. See what you think. That's good. Well, hey, great question. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week for us, be sure to send it in show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that's show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire questions! All right, man. Quick fire questions, of course, brought to us by the new swag. Or, well, I don't know if that's the right phraseology or not, but basically new new merch coming. The, uh, the upcoming swag. The upcoming merch. Uh, the up- be... upcoming, upcoming Country Squire Radio merch. Is there a more confusing sponsor of any segment we've yeah, ever had? Yeah, products that you'll be able to buy, but not yet. But they're coming. <laughs> we promise. It'll be awesome. By the time, look, it's what's going to happen. In like three weeks... You're going to leave, and I'm going to have to deal with it. (laughs) No. (laughs) In three weeks, we're going to have a new listener listening to the show for the first time. And at that point, who knows? Maybe the shirts will be on the website. i got to get with the vendor and figure out why it's taking so long. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, but that is coming, and we can't wait to to share those with you and uh, put those in your hands. All right, so here we go. Uh, There is a food theme from Ryan Smith on this one, which is great because I haven't had lunch and I won't be able to eat for another three hours. Uh, Are you ready, son? Yes. Wings, buffalo or barbecue sauce? Buffalo sauce on on wings. If it's wings, actually, I go barbecue sauce. I like a buffalo-like chicken sandwich, you know? Yeah, no, that's good. I I could do that. Okay. Uh, Pizza, supreme or meat lovers? I like a supreme. I'm not a big fan of black olives. If not for that, I would be all about the supreme. Okay. But yeah, I can't do it. So I'm a meat lover. Okay. Uh, steak, ribeye, or filet? Filet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know. Filet has the right fat content for me. Mmm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> beer, stout, or IPA? IPA seven times out of ten. Yeah. I mean, if it's Christmas, sure, go with the stout. But more often than not, IPA. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, gushers or fruit by the foot. Really? That's what he said. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. a deep cut right there. What a great man. That that goes back to early nineties. Nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'll I'll go with Gushers. I think I'll go with Gushers. Gushers yeah. were disgusting, man. Yeah. You didn't like Gushers? No. Like at every level, no. Did you remember some of those <laughs> other uh so so your answer is fruit by the foot. Is that what you're going with? Well, Yes, you know what? Yes, because it, <laughs> of the all right. So if you remember the gum wars of the early nineties, <laughs> no, taking them back. No, had, a, actually, I, I don't. Juicy it, fruit it illuminate us. It, juicy fruit. You had rainbow stripe, which was like really good for two seconds, and it was like ugh, it was just terrible. Yeah, you had double mint gum. Uh, you had let's see, juicy fruit, double mint. What was the white one? Like the spearmint. I still. I, I don't like gum really, but I you still see juicy fruit. I think on the shelf. But I mean, come on, I'm I'm not making this up. There was a massive marketing push. Yeah. Every single thing that was marketed, especially to like our age group, yeah, was all of these, and to teenagers was all of these, uh, uh you know, juicy fruit. The taste is gonna move, yeah. And then the oh, double mint yeah, with like the no, twins, right. and you had the twins, yeah, yeah. 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 And okay. then you had like all of these different kind of. Um, not parody per se, but like all of these different gum companies that were trying something like out there. And the gimmick uh, approach was the gushers and the fruit by the foot. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think we had a lot of interesting uh, foods in the 90s. Do you, you remember those um, 
those soda, it, it wasn't even a soda, it was a drink called, I think it was called Orbits, that it had these suspended little gelatin balls in the drink. Do you remember that? It was, oh, it was like I super popular for like a year and a half. But those were like the late 2000s. No, 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 no. This was, this was early 90s, yeah. And it was called... Uh, if I'm remembering it's right, it's called Orbits. It came in a glass uh, bottle, and you know you you begged your mom to buy one for like three bucks a bottle, and this is in 1996 dollars or something. Huh. And um, you, you know, it had it was this uh, nasty fluid that had uh, well, I thought it was good at the time, and it had these little gelatin balls that kind of suspended uh, inside. It kind of looked like a, if a drink were a lava lamp. It was kind of uh, related to that. So um, interesting. I don't know. Anyway, regardless, nasty food in the past. I'm gonna go with Gushers. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. So there you go. Great quick fire <laughs> questions from Ryan Smith. And if you've got some quick fire questions, feel free to send them in. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com Your thoughts, your comments. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. We got some great listener feedback on iTunes. The Dexter Blues writes in. Uh, it says, uh, such a joy. Came across this due to Pipe and Tamper podcast and could not be more pleased. The info and good times had by both gentlemen are fantastic. I'm headed out to New Orleans and can't wait to make a trek up to the shop. Yeah, man. man that's Square Radio. Great. Awesome. Or uh, Crunch Squire, rather, is like the perfect, if you're going to New Orleans, it's like the perfect stop well, It's a small detour if you're a pipe enthusiast. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, so yeah. it's good, and man. Shout and out to Pipe and Tamper, uh, too. Man, we appreciate Mike uh, talking about us on, on his show, uh, Pipe and Tamper. If you haven't checked that out, be sure to uh, to follow him as well. So um, uh, next one comes from Chris Morgan. Yes, sir. Chris what Morgan, is Pipe maker Chris Morgan. Hey, JD and Bo, thank you for the shout out. Uh, I've been out of the loop on the podcast since before the holidays. I appreciate the support. I'm absolutely shocked and humbled that I would... Uh, be voted pipe of the year uh, i never would have guessed it you guys made my week or i suppose year <laughs> thanks again <laughs> uh have the badges been sent out yet uh the, the, okay. the, the patches so i'm, I'm I, a question from chris i specifically included this in here so that i could uh, address it so my hope was to say yes in fact they're up on facebook.com or facebook.com slash country square radio right now uh however the not, not, not yet but that would be a lie that would be a lie if i said <laughs> that right now uh many of them i'll put it this way many of them are created but they're not the last of them have not been created and yeah. so i want to wait until everything's together so we can kind of blast it out all at the same time well, i think that's good what we did last year was we had kind of this badge that we put over a image and so this year we're doing it a little bit differently where it's more of like a almost kind of like a flyer so if you wanted to print it out and frame it or something like that at your you know home studio or something of that nature you could um but anyway those will all be available through the facebook page and uh yeah we'll blast that out but yeah congratulations yep. to you sir and um yeah we're looking forward yeah, to Chris, man, out lo- we appreciate you so much and um love your work and man this uh happy puffing in the future absolutely all right man so uh, how's the twitter's been this uh this day man pretty pretty inactive actually we've got a lot of people uh, watching live <laughs> they but- know that, that we're looking on YouTube. They've been not inactive yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, I know. Uh, we've got uh, Portland Poly says a metal pipe is definitely on my list of pipes to get. Uh, and of course, uh, Eric at Subtilis87, he says, day off equals live show. I'm headed to Jackson this weekend for the oh. Mississippi Moose Blues Marathon. And maybe I'll see you guys uh, when I stop by the Country Squire after the race. Oh, wow. Uh, if I'm remembering right, too, Eric is from uh, Houston. So maybe uh, hey. maybe, maybe he can uh, give you some pointers on the Bayou City there. That would be great. I'm, yeah. I'll be in Chicago. But, but yes, that's... <laughs> <laughs> have them have leave Some a other list. Time, yeah, yeah uh, we'll have an opportunity in the future for sure. Um, also, man, uh, the speaking of Houston, the uh, the YouTube had a like collective heart attack and then like collective calming when they found out. <laughs> 
like, oh no, that you're moving. Yeah, like, it's like well, what the heck's going? What does this to mean to idiots? the show? Yeah. But everybody's like, okay, thank God, it's all good. Um, we did get some great comments. Uh, Harlow Piper says we don't use metal pipes in New York because they freeze in your hand. Yeah, uh, when it drops below freezing, like, it makes sense. It's like touching your tongue to the uh, the pole, right? Yeah, yeah like in uh, in the Christmas movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Will Hall says fun thing about metal pipes is that they are easy to break down for travel. And yeah, true. One imagines that's that's probably the case. You know that when we've talked about in tracking and packing in previous episodes and, and and that sort of thing about, you know, when you travel with your pipes and, and you know, what kind of, um, you know, how to, qua- like, you, you can actually travel with a pipe on an airplane. I yeah. think a lot of people, especially new pipe smokers, don't, don't realize that. They're afraid of it, but yeah, it's it's perfectly e- easy to do. But I think the big, the big thing I know for me is when I travel, it's not, I don't bring the expensive pipes not because I'm worried about like travel regulations. I'm I'm worried that they're going to get busted in my suitcase. You know what I mean? Like something's yeah, going to sure. pressure them in the wrong place. So I yep. end up going in a little. With bit the metal pipe, you break it down. It's already you, broken you down. Know, you really don't have to worry about that. Uh, yeah, and obviously it's more durable. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then everybody's having fun, and uh, I feel very validated by the discussion that's going on, especially given, uh, <laughs> especially given my my commentary on the the '90s gum war. I, that's great. I, I learned. You, I'm glad I learned something today. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I remembered something today. I did not make this up. Oh, that's good. Go on YouTube. The videos are all there. Okay. Great. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> thank you all so much for uh, for the commentary. I uh, love those of you who are able to join us here on the live show. Um, I know that uh, you know we've we've got some changes you know with with the move and everything else um you know last year you, we could blame john david for everything that went crazy this year you'll be able to blame me for everything yeah it's all crazy. it's all on you baby yeah that's it uh but you know there's there's uh there's you know that means once again changes in the air but we will adjust and one way or the other country square radio will continue on strong uh providing you with this weekly wonderful content and uh yeah so thank you all for for um for for the supportive comments and the one non-supportive comment from pappy joe always Love to hear that Houston is about to go down because I'm moving there. Thanks. <laughs> and we did metal. Wait, you the, what kind of episode of Country Squire Radio would it be without uh, without the <laughs> you know the, the the needling comment from Pappy Joe? Yeah, yeah. Well, I saw I saw him. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think I can mention this on air, but uh, but you know, Pappy Joe. Um, well, I'll put it this way. You know, in case the kids are listening, uh, you know how Santa Claus has helpers that, that go around to the malls and such around. Yeah, there? Pappy sure. Joe is is one of these helpers. No, that's right. And yeah. uh, but I will say, when I saw him, I thought, oh no, I'm getting cold this year. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but yeah. So thank y'all so uh, so much uh, for tuning in. Of course, you can tune in at CountrySquireRadio.com. Uh, we also want to encourage you to keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us on the Twitters at Squire Radio. Also, I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole. Or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. And all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, man, we got metal on this one. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. Maybe, uh, maybe we can have another, um, you know, song uh, written for this that you know includes a lot of uh, uh, screaming and uh, head head bashing. You know what? I think actually, if if with your permission and if uh, if if Mike's okay with this as well, I think we should instead of going out on our tr- traditional uh, outro music, we we should bust out the blaspheme the pilgrims. Oh no, that's the good. metal ba- blaspheme the pilgrims. Yeah, no, I I, th- I think we should. All right, we're gonna blaspheme the pilgrims on our way out. But until then, let's go have a day. See you, brother. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery.com. The pilgrim comes in at random times. Random times. Really, uh, awkward encounters. Folks, you know, Folks, you know, run in terror and fear. And the pilgrim walks in. Walks in. Walks in. Walks in. Walks in.
super uncomfortable. And he looked at me very, very, very seriously. Very seriously. Eventually, he's like, I need a sheet of paper. He asked for a sheet of paper and a pen. And he had written this list, not in my language. And then he handed me this. And I have no idea what any of this means. Oh, validate the system, moderate the system, blaspheme the pilgrim, Morial the sweet, and then Making a song, making a song uh, called uh, Blaspheme the Blaspheme the Pope. And actually, if you think about it, like, if from a metal standpoint, that'd be a pretty awesome, uh, pretty awesome tune.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.